The Wrestling Perspective Network is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code PERSPECTIVE. Just pay $5 shipping. It's about to get heavy! You think that you have all the answers? I changed the questions. Welcome back to another great episode of The Ringside Rant. Heard only right here on the Wrestling Perspective Network. The best interviews, the best guests, the best conversations across all of podcasting. So sit back, relax. Strap on a helmet because it's going to be one bumpy ride. And as always, embrace the vision. Welcome back to the second installment of the Ringside Rant right here on the Wrestling Perspective Network. I have the honor of sitting down with a guy today that uh, that quite frankly needs no introduction. He is one of the guys to keep your eye out for down in the uh, southern states of professional wrestling from Southern Honor Wrestling. Best notable, Alan Angels. Alan, how you doing today, my man? I'm good, man. I'm just driving down. Uh, I'm driving up to Chattanooga right now. Uh, for a show, and you know it's been a good day so far. Yeah, you know, we, yeah, we had a little bit of uh, little little issues with technology. Unfortunately, the way that technology oh is now, gosh. it sucks. But uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, unfortunately, usually I have my quote unquote producer Michael with me, and uh, you know, it's uh, uh, I'm like, dude, just take it easy. You know, it both getting frustrated. It's not <laughs> nothing to get uh, too excited about, but right, right. Uh, I was I was talking to you earlier about we were talking earlier about how technology is just like crazy nowadays. Like, yeah. And and how like everything. So I think it's crazy that you can just like FaceTime somebody. Mm-hmm. And I feel like eventually like like we were trying to Skype earlier and couldn't get it to work. I mean, I feel like FaceTiming and stuff like that is just gonna fade out all of Skype and all all of everything else. You know. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You know, and like I said, it was just a matter of the way that you know it was interesting. The way I found found, found your work was through uh, Myron and Nick over at Tapped Out Wrestling, and uh, you know they they make it a make it a point to come down to Southern Honor and um, a lot of the shows down there in Georgia. But uh, but yeah, it's absolutely phenomenal how technology is. Where I can be in New York, you guys are in Georgia, and you can still you know see not a lot of the matches, but you know because not a lot of promotions tend to broadcast the whole thing but right um but yeah so to get started you know for my listeners that don't know you know a lot of your history you know who is you know who is alien angels kind of give them a little back quick backstory uh so 
man. Uh, <laughs> so I guess starting out, uh, when I was 18, I graduated high mm-hmm. school, obviously, and uh, I was like, man, I really want to be a wrestler. Uh, I'd wanted to be a wrestler since I was like seven years old, so I was like, okay, um, I mean, if I don't do this right now, I feel like I'll never do it. So as soon as I graduated, maybe like a month later, I went to my first wrestling school. I went to the WWA 4 mm-hmm. in Atlanta, Georgia. And, uh, I trained there for a while. Um, and I, I went through a bunch of different, like little characters that, you know, obviously like I'm still trying to figure out everything about, uh, who exactly Alan Angels is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we did a bunch of, uh, I, I tried a bunch of different things. I, I did a, like a little character where I was, where I was like this crazy psychopath guy, uh, who had a crazy laugh all the time. Uh, I did like I was the raddest man in all the land at one point, <laughs> so you know I did a bunch of different crazy stuff. Uh, I mean I've only been wrestling like three years, and obviously I'm still um, trying to uh, really, really define like who I am as a character and stuff. But uh, I think I got a little something going right now. Uh, so I trained at the WWE for for uh, maybe about a uh, year and a half, two years almost. And now I train uh, primarily at uh, One Fall Wrestling Power Factory in Norcross, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, by uh, Michael Marshall, who recently just got signed to uh, AEW. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's on uh, the being elite, being the elite and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, things are going pretty well right now. And, you know, here we are. Yeah, the One, one Fall, that was, um, isn't that, is that Ray Lloyd School? Yeah, uh-huh, yep. Ray Lloyd and... Um, Ray Lloyd Glacier and uh, Mike Marshall. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because that was, because like before we got on, we were talking about O'Shea Edwards, and he was one of the guys that uh, him and uh, Drew Duckworth were just got uh, mm-hmm. signed. I don't know, quote unquote, signed whether they did or not. Um, we don't know, but involved with the ROH dojo there, moving up to Baltimore yeah. and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, it's one yeah, of those. Yeah, they're, they're both good friends of mine, so I'm, I'm super happy for them for sure. Yeah, it's one of those things, like we said, it's, you know, the difference between styles of wrestling in Georgia, where you are, and with me being in New York, you know, it's two mm-hmm. totally different types of wrestling compared to each other, and then obviously at other parts of the country as well, so. Right, for sure. We were talking about how fans, I feel like it's not the wrestlers, per se, that kind of choose, um what their wrestling style is. It's more of like the fans. So mm-hmm. I think if you want to be a really successful wrestler, and this is just my opinion, like, you know, who am I? But I think this, it's super important to listen to the fans. And um, so if you talk to a wrestler who had just started, you know, a lot of times they'll tell you like, once they go through the curtain, they don't, they don't hear or see any of the crowd. They're just like in there in the ring, but which is good to a certain point because, uh, you know, knowing that all those eyes are on you can be a little nerve wracking sometimes, but, um, you really need to listen to them. You really need to listen to the crowd, how they're reacting to your stuff. Uh, did they respond more to this move? Did they respond more to this, uh, you know, facial expression I did? Did they, did they like this spot? Did they not like this spot? You know, you need to really need to listen to them. I think that's super important. So mm-hmm. when you're in the North, sometimes something you do is awesome and they'll always react to it. But when you're in the South, uh, maybe they won't, you know, and that, and that changes, uh, no matter where you go in the world, you know, if you're in Mexico, they're going to love if you do some, some crazy lucha rope to rope to rope to rope spot, you know, but if you are 
maybe in uh, Canton, Georgia, you know, that's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it might, I don't know. Uh, you know, you just, you just got to try it. It's just, you know, all, it's all preferences. It's all flavors of ice cream. As yeah. I say. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's one of those things where you too, if you saw the, um, when the young bucks went down to, I made that appearance at triple a, where they beat uh, mm-hmm. Lucha Brothers for the titles. And it's yeah. just, <laughs> everybody was making jokes online. Oh, the crowd went mild. And I'm like, well, yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah. They're hometown, you know, Lucha Brothers are hometown guys down there. And, and right. you, you beat their champs, and they're not going <laughs> to, they're not going to give you the time of day, unfortunately. But For sure. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, sorry. The, uh, the Young Bucks, I mean, nobody really realizes, like, how big wrestling is in mexico it's mm-hmm. huge it's mm-hmm. like it's like second to soccer mm-hmm. you know it's it's huge it's like part of their culture you know the whole lucha libre you know the mask and all that it's like a huge part of their culture and uh you know i feel like and they just watch lucha down there like you know in america a lot of american wrestling fans they'll watch anything mm-hmm. uh or they'll they, they watch a lot of japanese wrestling they watch a lot of american wrestling uh, you know, and there's some people that watch uh, Mexican wrestling as well. But in Mexico, I feel like um, a lot of those fans are just uh, they just watch Mexican wrestling. So if you bring in the Young Bucks, uh, who knows? They might they might not even a lot of those guys might not even know who they are. You yeah, know, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of, if, like a lot of the, you know, unfortunately, the way that's like we said, social media, the way, you know, even with like Twitter or Facebook, Instagram, whatever, you know, the moment something happens, everybody tweets it out or posts it or posts pictures or whatever. And it's like the second it's like, okay, it's across the country, across the world. It's like, holy hell, it's just unreal. Right. The way that the news can spread now, but yeah, it's good and bad regardless. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. When I was, uh, when I was younger and I would want to watch like a, or I would like miss a pay-per-view or something, mm -hmm. uh, I had to like not go on social media uh, until I watched it because I knew if I like went on social media, it would pop up right there, mm-hmm. you know. So I didn't want to get, I didn't want it to get to be spoiled, like the I didn't want a spoiler or anything. So, uh, you know, I would just not go on social media and I would just do whatever. Yeah, you know, and it's you mentioned growing up. Who are some of the you know promotions? Some of the guys that you grew up watching? Yeah. Uh, so. Um, Really, until I well, I watched uh, I watched a lot of stuff when I was younger. I mostly watched uh, WWE, obviously. And uh, when I was uh, when TNA was hot, I watched it. Um, mm. You know, like two thousand, uh, maybe like two thousand six to two thousand eleven ish, twelve ish. I watched TNA, but mostly I watched uh, WWE stuff. Um, I loved AJ Styles. Uh, in, when I was watching TNA, uh, you know, it was like a hometown boy and my dad actually works with his aunt. Mm-hmm. So we got like some tickets to bound for glory when it came to Atlanta. So that was super cool. Um, so AJ Styles has always been one of my favorites. I'm not, uh, you know, one of those bandwagoners or anything, but, uh, you know, and, uh, so who else did I watch? I loved Shawn Michaels, obviously who doesn't love Shawn Michaels. I think it's crazy how many, uh, generations of people that Shawn Michaels has inspired. Mm-hmm. You know, from people my age to maybe even people younger than me, uh, you know, all the way to, to people that are maybe 35 now, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Sean has just inspired a whole, like, generation, multiple generations of people. And I think that's 
that's impressive, you know. Hmm. Um, I really liked, um, back in the day, I really liked Jericho. I mean, obviously, he's still at the top of his game. Um, Edge was awesome, you know, all those guys. Uh, obviously, I always liked the, the smaller guys. So, Ray, Ray Mysterio was one of my first favorites. Um, yeah, and nowadays, I love guys like Johnny Gargano. I think Johnny Gargano is like the best in the world right now, in my opinion, as far as like storytelling goes in the ring. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. No, um, did you grow up, you said WWE, but did you grow up uh, watching WCW too, or was that kind of just one of those things where whatever uh, was on? No, nah, man, I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm actually only 21. Okay. So by the time I uh, was starting to watch wrestling, it was like 2005, so WCW was uh, gone. Oh, long ago, okay. At that point. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched, like, I got a bunch of DVDs and stuff. I, I got, like, the best of Star Arcade and, like, mm-hmm. the Rise and Fall of WCW and stuff like that. But So, like, I watched it, but I didn't, like, watch it while it was going on, no. Uh, yeah, because cause I grew up, you know, I'm 30, I'm 35 myself. I'll be 35 in a couple mm-hmm. months. But uh, gotcha. it, it was one of those things where now watching it live, going back and watching it, it's like, wow, this is – some of it holds up, some of it doesn't. But, you know, it is yeah, what it is, you know. So, yeah, so me and my good buddy uh, Chris Crunk, he's a wrestler um, from the Chattanooga area. Mm-hmm. He uh, he loves watching old WCW pay per views because there's some of them are just man. Like I don't want to like trash anybody or anything, but like some of those pay per views, man, it's just like how do they stay in business that long? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll watch them and, and just just the you know for um, giggles, you know whatever. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so we we love watching old old WCW stuff. Yeah, you know, and that's you know before we got on too, we we're talking about the other show I have with it's called Re- Re- uh, Revisionist Booking, where we go back, we look at those pay per views, and we we re- re- basically yeah. we rebook it. So maybe that's something that you guys <laughs> could check out. You know, it's on, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, it's crazy. Um, go ahead. No, because because we're going like I said, we're going over a few WCWs coming up and all that stuff. Yeah. So maybe that'll be in your wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. On that, on that note, kind of. Uh, WC. So WWE kind of made like structuring a match. I don't know, like how how like you know in in tune you guys are with that kind of stuff. But like structuring a match like wasn't really a thing until WWE made it. You know, the whole like the baby face shines up at the beginning and then they get cut off and then there's heat by the heel and then. Uh, the babyface makes a big comeback, and then you know they do the falsies back and forth. Um, but like WCW didn't do that. WWE like invented that, and I think that's one of the big reasons that uh, WWE did stay in business and, and ended up taking over uh, WCW because their matches were you know they made sense. If you watch a movie, if you watch, I just watched the Avengers like the other day. The new the um, Infinity War, mm-hmm. and if you watch a if you watch a movie, it's structured like a wrestling match. If you if you really like pay attention, you know at the beginning everybody's all happy, every everything's going good, and then uh, and then um, like a quarter of the way through the movie, the bad guy takes over, steals his girlfriend, or, or does whatever, you know, and then there's like little little hope spots where. The good guy, it looks like the good guy is going to take back over, but then he doesn't. You know, it looks like he's going to get the girl back, but then he, but then the bad guy takes her away again. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, 
and then there's like the moment where the baby face actually does start beating up the bad guy and then uh you know and then at the end like in the avengers there was the moment where thor throws his axe into thanos's chest and you know you think oh the good guys are gonna they're gonna win and this is it like thanos lost but you know he didn't and that's like you know someone hitting a big move getting that one two big kick out you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. uh so you know wrestling matches are structured just like movies and a lot of things are kind of structured like that it's crazy i think i feel like movies kind of got some cool stuff from wrestling if you ask me but that's just an opinion yeah no no no. i get that too you know when you get a lot of these uh these wrestling promotions it's all at the end of the day you know people have arguments oh it's just a male soap opera i'm like well if you think about it you know, depending on what promotion you look at, you know, you know, the boy loses the girl, the boy gets a girl back, the boy beats up the other guy that took the girl. Yeah. So it, it, at the end of the day, it's all, you know, it is, uh, I don't want to say the F word, but um, <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> pre, predetermined. Because? I don't know. <laughs> predetermined, we'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's just everybody always asks whether it be, you know, Back in the day before my wife got used to me watching wrestling basically 24-7, she's like, why do you watch this? I'm like, I don't know, you know, because it's something that you grow up on, you watch it, and, you know, you get so accustomed, okay, it's Monday night, it's Raw, or it's Nitro, and then Tuesday, or whatever, it's SmackDown, the pay-per-views, it's like, you know, you get that routine, but... It's a, yeah, it's crazy how that is. But uh, yeah, it's definitely times have times have definitely changed between, you know, watching it back years ago to watching it now. But uh, for sure, you know, you know, to kind of take a, you know, a sidetrack over to what you got coming up. You got a big, big yep. couple weeks coming up, starting next week on the sixth. Oh yeah, I'm excited. Uh, with Southern Honor Wrestling, you got your titles on the line next week, man. Oh, no, so next week oh. I got Southern Fried. Oh, Southern Fried. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're good. Uh, so, yeah, next week I got Southern Fried. I'm wrestling uh, Judas, uh, so that'll be pretty cool. And then after that, uh, the weekend after that, I have uh, PWX Pure making okay. my debut up in North Carolina. So that'll be a really fun match. I got uh, a guy named Ian Maxwell who's really good. Yeah. Fast as hell, Ian Maxwell. And then uh, I think I'm not sure. I gotta look at my schedule. What's after that? But then May 3rd is Southern Honor Wrestling, okay. where I will be taking on AC Mack and Shannon Moore in a triple threat match for my title. So yeah, pretty excited about that one. That's that's the big one this this month, you know. Yeah, yeah you know, and that's it goes back to think. Okay, well now you got technology. I'm like I should have probably backed up everything and wrote it down, but you know I got oh, everything yeah, on my good. phone and it's like oh man. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Well. Uh, you know, it's cool because speaking of technology, like what we're, what, I mean, I just got done talking to one of the guys uh, behind the scenes at Southern Honor and uh, I think we're going to, I don't, I don't know if I should even be saying this. Uh, I, I assume it doesn't really matter, but <laughs> we're going to be, we're going to be doing, um, we're going to be doing like a kind of like one of those behind the scenes kind of, you know, how WWE does the, the 24 yeah. and the, um, all that stuff. We're going to be doing, we're going to be trying to do something like that um where it's going to be showing like our me mac and shannon's day-to-day routine mm-hmm. leading up to the match you know stuff like us working out and um you know whatever stuff like that whatever mac does in his day whatever shannon does in his day <laughs> but uh you know i'm i know what i'm gonna be doing i'm gonna be in the gym i'm gonna be training i'm yeah. gonna be uh, in the ring 
you know, getting ready for that match. So now, you know, just is there like a certain routine that you go through to get prepared for like a, like a triple threat match? Take an example that you got coming up. Yeah. Is there a specific thing that you do outside the, you know, the everyday workout to prepare for it? Yeah. So, yeah, I have my everyday workouts. Um, you know, obviously, I just do different body parts and stuff like that. But recently, uh, I've taken up some uh, jiu-jitsu classes. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing a lot of that. That's uh, that's some really cool stuff, jiu-jitsu and kickboxing. Uh, man, you know, I know, like, sometimes the kickboxing gets a preconceived notion of, like, kind of the, uh, like, the older ladies are doing that and just to stay in shape. But, dude, that's some serious stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Like they'd be, they'd be working you in those classes. So, you know, I'll do some jujitsu classes and, and some uh, kickboxing classes. Uh, Shannon Moore, you know, he, he's dating Lindsay Snow, you know, and she's oh. a fighter. She's, you know, she's, she's, she's a real fighter. So I'm sure she showed him some stuff. I'm sure he knows some stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I gotta, gotta be prepared for that, you know? And then, uh, yeah. Uh, as far as the rest of it, man, like I, I like watching, um, a lot of, uh, you know, tapes for tape study for, you know, the dudes I've, been, I've I'm wrestling. So, mm-hmm. uh, obviously Mac, I've wrestled him plenty of times. We started wrestling around the same time at the same place. Um, so, you know, I've wrestled him. I think this is our, like, we've had maybe seven or eight one-on-one matches and there's no telling how many like tags and triple threats and fatal four ways we've had with each other. But, you know, I know him pretty well. I've wrestled Shannon Moore one time uh, in a tag match, a mixed tag match, um, which was pretty cool. But um, so I'm gonna be studying his stuff a lot. Um, but I've been watching him since I was a kid. You know, so I feel like I'm super prepared for this match. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it goes to show you. You know, you get we keep on coming back to it, but technology, mate. You can go back and you watch stuff on the network, especially with a lot of these. Yeah. You know, these guys that are back on the indies from you know when they were in the in the uh, WWE or what have you. You see all these guys. You go back. You can watch tape. Go to YouTube. Go to Facebook. Yeah. Whatever. And you can really prepare yourself. You know, psych well psychologically to you know to mm-hmm. get in the ring with these guys. Uh, as far as, you know, what, okay, we can do this move set or that move set, you know, and, you know, see what happens. But, uh, you know, to go back to Southern Honor, that seems to be, you know, your hometown promotion, right? Uh, yeah, you could, you could say, I feel like that's, um, kind of what's gotten me the most buzz recently. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you could say something, you could say that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause going back and looking at, you know, a lot of the videos that were on the, on her Facebook or YouTube or what have you, you know, you had a little, uh, you know, feud there with the one, uh, Gary Lamb too. Oh yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, but, <laughs> I don't know if you want to talk about that. Obviously it's in the past. No. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Um, so Gary Lamb, I mean, you know, I just, he's one of those dudes who's just kind of, uh, he thinks that he has more power than he has. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's his biggest, and I think his biggest problem, you know, is that he he has an ego. Mm. And uh, I'm not saying I don't have an ego. I think everybody should have some sort of an ego, but he's a wrestling promoter. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing against wrestling promoters. I just think he sometimes puts his ego in the way of booking the way that a show should be booked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and so that's what me, myself, and uh, my uh, my group, the New Era, we, we're, trying to, we're trying to put an end to him. You know, 
mm-hmm. trying to get that out of there because uh, we don't need we don't need we don't there's enough egos in pro wrestling as it is you know so I don't think uh, we need a, a, any more of that especially in uh, you know the promoters so that's all I got to say about him yeah no that, yeah because I know that was one of the things that grabbed me when I started you know following Southern Honor this goes back a little yep. while and that's one of the things that I kind of grabbed me you know and as far as the presentation too a lot of the you know, you don't, you have, you know, consistently uh, Shannon Moore's at the promotion, a lot of the shows, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. just that presentation, too, where you see, you know, that big screen, you get the music, you get the lights, you get the fog, the whatever you want to, you know, it, a little bit extra to get you guys right. you know, over that hump, whether whether you're a heel, whether you're a face, to get, you know, the fans, whether they boo you, whether they cheer you, whatever. And, you know, going from promotion to promotion, you know, what makes Southern... Uh, honor wrestling differ from uh southern fried for example yeah so i I think you put it best uh you know the 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 presentation is is a big part of it um but along with that i think um you know that's like the first thing that people talk about when they talk about southern honor like oh their their production is great but you know it is it is great but there is a lot of talent there Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of guys, I think, but that's part of it. You know, the production draws the talent in, I think. I think a lot of the talent, a lot of the really talented guys in the South, um, they see the production and they see that that's the best production of any, not, it's it's right along there with pretty much any other promotion you can put up there uh, in the South. You know, obviously there's um, really promotions with really good production, uh that are that are just small indies uh, like Southern Honor, like um, Defy in Seattle. I don't know if you ever watched any of that stuff, but man, they they are, you know, they mm-hmm. have some cool looking looking production. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I watched one of their matches. It was Leo Rush and Shane Strickland, and man, like it was just like watching a movie, you know. And I think that's what Southern Honor is getting to. I think it's a uh, it's, it's definitely getting there if it's not already there. You know, we have really good camera um, cameramen. I don't know if you know uh, Nathan Mowry. He he's, he does a lot of music videos and stuff like that. And he, he did a, he did the Judas music video for Chris Jericho, oh, actually. Wow. Yeah. So he's like our main camera guy. He's really good at his job, man. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. He's, he's great at it. Um, so, yeah, we got, we got him. We got a really good cameraman, like a really good uh, photographer, uh, Corey Tatum. He's really good. He takes all the really good photos that you see. Um, and then on top of that, we just have like a good, a great like lighting production. I'm not exactly sure who exactly is behind that, but like our lighting is, is great, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up bluechew.com that's blue like the color blue bluechew.com brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved active ingredients as viagra and cialis so you know they work you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach and since they're chewable they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, 
And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code PERSPECTIVE. All you got to do, pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B L U E Chew.com. Promo code PERSPECTIVE to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the network where you can find great shows like Ringside Rant. And as always, you're welcome. Yeah, you know, like we talked before, being with myself up here in New York, being involved with Upstate Pro Wrestling, uh, for those listeners, yeah. my, most of my listeners do are aware of that, but it's interesting to see, for me anyways, and I'm sure you can relate too, where you get these, uh, you know, me not being a worker so much, but trying to mm-hmm. get you know, a lot of the boys or gals or whoever to get them over a little bit more, you know, to, mm-hmm. you know, accentuate the heels and, you know, and get those baby, get that reaction out of people. And yeah. it's fun for me because just growing up, you know, one, watching this promotion from afar and two, you know, being a wrestling fan, you get to see that other side of it mm-hmm. where, yeah. you know, some it's of the, goes into it. yeah, exactly. And, everybody thinks it's okay well you know the bells at let's say the bells at seven or six or whatever i'm usually there by christ i'm there (laughs) we have a bell at like six or something and i'm there by like two or three to get everything ready say hi to everybody you know hi how are things going all that kind of jazz and everybody just thinks oh well the bell goes and there's nothing goes into it well i i can i'm sure you can wait too you get myself i'm running around like a chick with my head cut off trying to get this yeah. guy and that guy to do a promo before and then this guy after and nine times out of ten I barely see probably half the <laughs> half the event yeah yeah but yeah, I believe it it's you know you got to be there super early. there's a lot that goes into wrestling there's a lot that goes into any uh, kind of performance art like this yeah. um, you know you got to get the ring set up you got to get the lighting set up you gotta and then and then and then there's the show itself where you got to figure out like who's doing what mm-hmm. like I recently, I was a, I was an extra on SmackDown. Well, I was an extra on Raw, but I went to SmackDown the next night. And right. SmackDown, uh, they didn't, they didn't have the show written until, like, you know, I don't know, like maybe an hour and a half before the event. Yeah. Which I mean, that's just part of wrestling. I think that's just part of you know, because there's always things changing. There's always different ideas being thrown around, and you know, sometimes like. Someone will get a really cool idea, but it kind of messes up another idea that's going on. But you know what? We'll just we'll figure it out and we'll do something else there. So then they got to figure that out. Maybe mm-hmm. that affects something else in the show. Um, you know, so it's just a, there's a, there's so much stuff that goes into it, man. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So you were one of the uh, guys that Triple H called. What was it? The indie? I forgot what the term or phrase that he used, but what was it? The indie uh, indie card heroes or something like that. Oh, with, maybe. Yeah. Or the security guard, something like that. <laughs> And I'm like, well, yeah, but you never know because like, you see a lot of these guys online now. You see all these, hey, I'm backstage, I'm doing the security. And, you know, you yeah. got a lot of the guys up here in the Buffalo and Rochester area that are more so Buffalo because it's a little yeah. bit bigger than uh, than Rochester here. But mm-hmm. uh, you see a lot of the indie guys are security guards or they get their dark yeah. matches with uh, like 205 Live or whatever the case right. may be. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was actually um, – I was a security guard to uh, – Breaking up Rhonda and Becky a few weeks ago, and Rhonda punched me right in the face, decked me, bro. Decked me, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I 
was like, man, yeah, you were definitely a fighter for sure. Like, like legit hit you? Yeah, 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 yeah. She, she decked me for real. Oh, uh, but it's cool. I wasn't complaining, man. I wasn't complaining. Man, I, I, man, I would actually, man, I don't know about you, but I'd be like, oh, can you like autograph my cheek or something? That's where you hit me or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, man, she definitely, she definitely knows what she's doing in there. Yeah, with that, with that being said, you know, you see a lot of these guys, especially back in the day, too, you see got the likes, of, you know, like Ken Shamrock that came over for the MMA, you know, you yeah. see a lot of these guys now, you know, Brock Lesnar going to the MMA, then coming back, Ronda coming over, and then you hear these, the scuttlebutt of, uh, you know, guys that go to, you know, you know, uh, Ring of Honor or, you know, NXT, or a lot of these other, you know, the smaller promotions development, yeah. do you... What do, what are your thoughts on you know those guys coming or gals even coming over from you know the MMA world to to the professional wrestling? Man, uh, so I don't I I love it honestly. I think it's one great for uh, WWE, but also I think it's great for wrestling in general. It legitimizes wrestling. It uh, it it creates more of a buzz around wrestling, and I think. Um, you know, if you put a girl like Ronda Rousey in there, um, it makes someone like Becky Lynch or Charlotte look that much better, man. I'll tell you, I think, I think, uh, I, I see where people are coming from when they're all like, oh, well, you weren't a wrestler, like, you didn't work for this, like, I see where you're coming from, but, like, dude, they did work for it, like, mm-hmm. they, they worked for it, they started out in MMA, you know, that's no easy feat to be a successful MMA fighter at all mm-hmm. and uh you know if you can put them in in WWE and they get it just like that like Ronda did you know or Shayna um or any of those guys or girls um then I think man yeah just put them in there like see how they do and if they do good like like Ronda is doing like you know go with it because she's done nothing but create buzz for mm-hmm. WWE you know and legitimized wrestling and if you think like like, I, th- I feel like back in the day, you know, people would look at wrestling and be like, oh, like, like they would, like a new fan would watch wrestling and be like, oh, man, that's fake, obviously. But there's no one that watches Ronda Rousey fight anybody and is like, man, oh, uh, like, like, they, you know, they'll still probably be like, oh, well, that's fake or that's planned or whatever. But like, they're, they'll, they'll probably be like in their mind, like, oh, man, like, this is, this is badass, like, you know. Like, it looks good, and, you know, it's just harder to find, like, little holes in, in, in what she does, I think. It's harder to find, like, things that look like they're not, you know, hurting someone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, No, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And the fact that you've seen her tap out people in UFC, in, in mixed martial arts, mm-hmm. you know, I think it I think it definitely legitimizes the business. For sure. No, yeah, exactly, and it, it's one of those things. I just hate, you know, you get these trolls online, whether it be Twitter, or Facebook, whatever, that oh, yeah. well, she's a UFC fighter, she's tapping out all these guys and their gals or whatever. You yeah. know, there's got to be a time when she's gonna tap out. I'm like, yeah, but you know, you can look at the guys like, uh, like a guy like Kurt Angle, who was a legitimate, yeah, rest, wrestler, won the gold with a broken freaking neck kind of thing, and yeah. you know, he didn't tap out forever. You know, and I think it was legitimately yeah. within the last few years. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, it, there's no, everybody gets all up in arms over the littlest things. I'm like, just 
take it for what it's worth, whether it be WWE, Ring of Honor, Indies, whatever. Take it for what yeah. it's worth, you know? Yeah. It's Yes, it's predetermined. Yes, you know, sometimes people know it'll happen. But, yeah. you know, take it for what it's worth. You know, you go back, and I tell everybody, I said, okay, you know, look at the product now. Go back and look at the Attitude Era. Look like the Monday Night Wars. You're gonna, you, it's, some of it's not gonna hold up. Some of it does, right. some of it doesn't. But, um, yeah, it's it, it's just one of those things. But, uh, you know, what you know, what do you have on that horizon? Where do you want to end up? You know, you got you, – you started the career off pretty hot, if I have to – if I can say so myself. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, what is that next – where's that next level that you want to take? Do you want to, you know, take other bookings, you know, to the west, to the east, to, to the yeah. – uh, not so much to the east because you're in Georgia, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. more, more to the north or west or what have you. Oh, yeah, dude. I would love to – I man, I'll tell you, I just want to wrestle everywhere. I want to wrestle everyone that is – that has any kind of buzz – I'll wrestle anybody that has any kind of buzz. I'll wrestle, you know, and I want, I would love, honestly, to wrestle outside of the country. Mm. Um, I would love to wrestle in Mexico, love to wrestle in Japan. Uh, you know, and obviously, like, it doesn't have to be, it shouldn't be AAA or New Japan because those are the biggest uh, companies in those in those countries. So, I, you know, there's, you know, legitimate, like, legitimately good independent wrestling in Mexico and in Japan, and I would love to do stuff like that as well. Mm. Um, obviously, the end game is to get a contract, make a living. That's the biggest thing for me is to just make a living out of this. Mm. But um, the ultimate goal is WWE, mm. you know, because that's what I grew up watching. I want to, I want to create. I think at the end of the day, I just want people to remember me as a, a really good wrestler and someone that like put all he had into the sport and i feel like the best way to do that easiest way to do that and part the place that gets the most recognition is uh wwe you know mm. nobody I, I i'm pretty sure that nobody watches there aren't more fans for any any other company besides wwe yeah so you know however and you know hopefully I could inspire a younger kid to become a wrestler and then he changes wrestling or something like that. Like that's my goal, you know, to, to make wrestling better for everybody, I think. And it's hard, obviously, you know, uh, just starting out as a wrestler, as a, as a pro wrestler and not having any kind of other, um, any kind of other outlet, like a, like like MMA or um, you know whatever soccer or rugby or whatever you know WWE signs a lot of these like um, guys who have done stuff in other sports or industries and I'm not knocking that at all I feel like that's what they should do you know if they want to get um, if they want to get viewers from all kinds of different um, you know viewers from different sports and different different um, industries. If that's what they want, if they want to get, you know, fans that aren't wrestling fans to start watching wrestling, that's what they got to do. So I'm not knocking that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is hard starting out as a wrestler um, to get signed by WWE because if you're, a, you know, a big indie star, um, 
then you're just going to bring wrestling fans that watch wrestling anyways. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And of course, the big indie stars do get signed by WWE, but uh, it's just harder that way. But, you know, like I said, when I was talking about Ronda earlier, like, you know, you got to create a name for yourself um, in whatever you do, and you got to work your way up in whatever you do. And if you do that, then getting signed by WWE is a whole lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up, too, is, you know, we see a lot nowadays, you know, it wrestling now isn't like it used to be back in, you know, the 90s, the early 2000s, even farther back. You know, you see a lot of your, you know, your intergender matches, your a lot more of your, uh, you know, women's promotions, Shimmer, Shine, um, all those promotions. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. even more of like the hardcore and like death, the, uh, death matches, that type of thing. Yeah. What do your, you yeah. know, what do you, what do you think about those extra, you know, just a couple of those to name them, but what are your thoughts? What do you think as far as, you know, that uh, non-traditional, we could say, uh, types of wrestling. Oh, I love it. I think there's a, I think there's a market for, for all of it. Uh, I mean, you'll probably never see me do a death match. I'm just going <laughs> to let you know right now. Uh, no, I'm definitely not knocking what they do. Right. There is a, there is an art to it. There is a specific way to do it. And honestly, dude, like some of that stuff is like safer than like the crazy indie matches, like in Japan and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but like you'll probably never see me in a death match, but I do think there is definitely a market for it. Um, so the attitude era, I feel like kind of rocket launched, um, professional wrestling nowadays. So I feel like the attitude era created a bunch of fans back in the day that were, um, you know, whatever middle school, high school, kids elementary school kids like because i feel like the attitude era kind of put wrestling on the map so um i feel like it created a bunch of fans who now are wrestlers so there's way more wrestlers nowadays than there were back then because it being just because of the platform that wrestling had back in the 90s and the early 2000s um so now there's a bunch of a bunch of wrestlers. There's so many wrestlers. So there needs to be different markets. There mm-hmm. needs to be different kinds of wrestling to where people can excel in a certain area of wrestling, whether that be like a technical um, kind of stance or like a deathmatch stance or um, like, you know, women's wrestling. You know, it mm-hmm. all, I feel like the Attitude Era just totally, um, you know, created more wrestling because there were so many fans and all those fans wanted to become wrestlers. So now there's a bunch of wrestlers. You need a bunch of different um, areas where people can excel at that stuff. Mm-hmm. And in turn, you know, you create more promotions because there were more fans, you know, those fans become promoters and they create a bunch of different um, independent promotions, which is also great for the business as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm definitely, yeah, dude, I, any kind of wrestling I'm down for. I, I try and watch it all. You know, I have my, uh, my, um, my guys that I like and my styles that I prefer to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll, you know, I'll watch anything for yeah. sure. No, you know, you said being, you being in the business for, you know, a few years, two, three years, what have you, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, you've been all over the place down there in Georgia, Southern Tennessee, Florida, what have you. Yeah. Who are a few of those guys first off that you've worked with that yeah. you've liked working with? And secondly, who are, some of those guys that you 
haven't worked with that you really, you know, I want to work with that guy. You got yeah. that list, you know, that yeah. you want to work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love this question and I hate this question because <laughs> I, I love it because I, I love like, you know, just the question in general and like putting it over other people. But then I always feel like I forget somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, so AC Mack is like one hell of a performer, all around performer. He's athletic. He's got a look. He's got, um, you know, the, the his biggest selling point is his mic skills. So, um, you know, if you're not booking AC Mac and you're an independent show in Georgia or anywhere in the South, then you're then you're, you're tripping. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's he's a really good guy. Um, shoot, see see now I'm trying to think. Uh, <laughs> shoot. Um, so Slim J, you know Slim J? Yeah. Yeah, he's uh he just got booked for GCW WrestleMania weekend. He's awesome. in like a scramble, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a really good really good dude uh he's been wrestling for a long time he was on ring of honor back in the day uh you know just doing like you know undercard matches and stuff like that he's been wrestling for a while and i think he's finally getting his chance to to shine uh i wrestled him in a fatal four-way a few months ago uh and it was really fun i'd love to get a one-on-one match with him sometime um uh shoot Let's see. Let's see. There's a dude. Uh, yeah. Th- I mean, there's just so many guys. Yeah. Um, there's a dude named Snoop Strikes down in Florida. He's really good. He signed with MLW. Mm-hmm. Love to get in the ring with him sometime. Um, uh, this dude Elijah Evans, who I train with, he's really good. He uh, he he. Uh, I think he just lost the PWX championship in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's really good too. A uh, dude named Cam Carter who just debuted for Chikara. He wrestles. Uh, he's from North Carolina, I believe. He's really good. He's super, super uh, athletic. I wrestled him one time in North Carolina, and it was a phenomenal match, man. One of my one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm forgetting someone, someone clearly, right. but uh, yeah, there's a lot of talent down here, man. Yeah. Um, anybody, anybody in a in PWX Pure, anybody in Southern Honor Wrestling, mm-hmm. um, they're all great talents. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a guy I had on last year uh, from North Carolina. It might be PWX, too. I'm not 100% sure. Is uh, Victor oh. Andrews. Victor Andrews. He, he's, he's done a lot of work. down. He's, he's out of North Carolina. He's done a lot of work. He had a few runs, a few spots in, uh, in NXT. He made a, he did okay. a couple spots. He was one of um, if you remember last year one of Lashley's sisters. Oh okay okay okay. But uh, nice, I remember that segment, man. <laughs> what a what a segment. Oh man, what a time that was. It's just everybody wants <laughs> to uh, say, oh, I want we I want the Attitude Era back. I'm like, well, yeah, but like I said previously, go back and watch it. It doesn't yeah. hold up. Then it was yeah. great because. Yeah. You're younger. You're looking at it from a different point of view. Now it's like, yeah, well, that's just stupid now. <laughs> yeah, and and another thing, like, uh, so my favorite show is The Office. Okay. Uh, I love The Office. That's like all I watch. I know that's kind of random, but uh, I'm getting to a point. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, so so uh, Michael, the dude who plays Michael, Steve Carell, he was on a talk show or something, and everybody. So recently, The Office just blew up. Like every all every all the teens watch it nowadays. Uh, yeah. You know, people my age watch it. Uh, it just blew up randomly. 
but uh, I don't know if you ever watch it. Yeah, but it's, yeah. It's kind of a, it's kind of like a crazy show, and there's a lot of things that kind of really push the barriers of like, you know, racial stuff. Like, it's not like a racist show or anything, yeah. but it makes like stereotype jokes. It makes like about about uh, you know gay people, about um, you know race people and, and stuff like that race people <laughs> um, like, <laughs> I, know, I know what you meant <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it makes it makes a bunch of like edgy jokes you know what i'm saying yeah um and it, it just recently blew up and so a bunch of uh people on social media are saying oh well he needs to come back and do one more season he needs to come back and do you know one more one more episode or whatever and steve carell is like man like no, like no we can't because if we do then it's just gonna get um it's just going to get canceled Mm -hmm. and it's just going to get, uh, you know, everybody's going to get offended by it and all that stuff. And wrestling is the same way. Like, you know, if we, if, if WWE did the stuff that, you know, they did back then in the day, Mm -hmm. um, they might, you know, one, they're going to lose a bunch of sponsors. And that's why that's, I feel like that's one of the main reasons why they don't do it. Uh, and then two, like, it's just, I mean, like they'll lose a bunch of viewers, I think, because Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of people that, you know, don't like that kind of stuff. Right. Um, you know, because I, I mean, the world's a little sensitive nowadays. Uh, so I feel like that's the main reason they don't they don't bring that back. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and besides that, like I love wrestling. I love WWE. I love the product right now. I think mm-hmm. it's great. I think the wrestling is way better, mm-hmm. way better than it's ever been. You know, if you like, if you watch an episode of SmackDown, dude, mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. Like, like the wrestling is phenomenal. I think. Uh, the product is way better than it's ever been. So yeah, um, I don't think they need to change anything. Yeah. Well, you know, you get a lot of these, you know, like I said, these quote unquote smart fans or whatever. And, you know, I remember, I forgot who I was talking to interviewed wise, but I use that term. He's like, there's no such thing as a smart fan. There are basically fans that believe what we want them to believe. Mm-hmm. You mean if you get a yeah, good, you get a good worker of saying, okay, I want you to believe this or I want you to believe that. Of course you're going to believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, just to kind of wind down just a little bit, obviously I've held, yeah. I got, I've had you for a while. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a few questions that I always asked every, every person, every guy, every gal, you know, every worker that Sweet. I've talked to, there's always two yeah. questions that I've asked them first, okay. you know, if, uh, you know, if you're in a, a kitchen appliance, what appliance would you be and why? Oh my god. What? <laughs> if I was a kitchen appliance? Oh man. Uh I think I'd be a blender. Okay. Because I'm so sporadic. I'm so <laughs> all over the place. And I like mixing stuff up. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There you go. They, they I'm can be loud. they can be your new promo. I'm the blender. I'll just mix everything yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm loud. That's that's what it is. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And then and then secondly, um what I, I always like getting everybody's different point of view on this. Okay. What are wrestlers' fixations with fanny packs? Oh man, dude, it's so convenient. No, so I had, I used to, I used to have fanny packs. I used to always walk around with a fanny pack on. Yeah. But then one day, like it broke, and like everything just spilled everywhere. So I was like, man, maybe I shouldn't get another fanny pack. I don't know, maybe I just never got around to it, but I don't wear fanny packs anymore. But yeah. I totally understand the fixation with it. Uh, you know, it's just so convenient. Yeah. You can carry it, especially as a wrestler. Yeah. Like, you can put wrist tape in there. 
you could put like all the little things that you need, you know, you just put them right in there. Uh, you know, it's super convenient, especially if you get a nice one that's like big and has like a bunch of pockets and stuff. Yeah. You could put everything in there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's just, it's one of those, I'm like, okay, it's, whenever you see, you know, for me anyways, you see a guy work backstage, he either has one of two things. He either has a fanny pack and or he has Zubis pants on. Oh, yeah, that's a big thing, too. <laughs> Which, those are very – I have a pair myself, and I absolutely love them. I actually – Yeah, I dig those. I used to yeah, have – I don't have a pair, but I do kind of want some. You know, and, then, and then they make the shorts. You know, you get down in Georgia or Florida, you get the hot weather, you get the shorts, yeah. all that stuff. It's, like, fantastic, and they're comfortable. But, um, yeah. but lastly, you know, I appreciate you coming on. You know, yeah. we, obviously we had technical difficulties. You're on your way out to Tennessee. <laughs> you know, yeah. I appreciate you coming on and sticking with us. <laughs> Um, yeah, man. No, it was, it was fun. Yeah. You know, just take the last few moments, you know, plug anything social media wise shows you got coming up, uh, just yep. ways that people can get in touch with you. Yeah. So, uh, Facebook, I'm Alan angels, just that, um, Twitter and Instagram. I believe it's the same thing. I think it's Alan underscore angels. Um, pretty sure <laughs> if not, if not, I'm sure if you type in my name, it'll pop up. Uh, yeah. So, um, and then coming up, I have Southern Fried Championship Wrestling. Um, check them out. They're on Facebook, I believe. I don't know. Um, we uh, I have PWX Pure coming up, Pure 12, um, against Ian Maxwell. That'll be a really good match. Uh, that's in Charlotte, North Carolina, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Southern Honor Wrestling coming up in Canton, Georgia. Going to be me, Shannon Moore, and AC Mack for the strap. On the line, brother, brother. Um, and then uh, I have Blue... Ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he specifically told me not to say anything, so I'm not going to say anything. There you go. Um, yeah. Uh, so, shoot, I think that's... Oh, uh, TWE. Okay. In Chattanooga, Tennessee, where I'm going right now. Uh, and then uh, I'm, I'm there pretty much... Well... I've done the last three shows. Should be doing a few shows coming up. Yeah. And then, oh, Action Wrestling in Georgia. We have a few shows coming up. One at the end of April, I believe, is the next one. And, yeah, I think that's about it. Awesome, man. Like I said, been, yeah. a, been, a, been a big fan of yours since, like I said, since I started watching you, watching you online and following you. And, you know, keep up the good work. Hopefully we'll see you. You know, yep. get get that contract that you want, whoever it may be, be NXT or oh, you know, dude, I'm craving something it. like that. So, craving it. I'll keep an eye out for you on the uh, on the on the house shows or the uh, you know those spots as security guards too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Thank awesome. you. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one, man. Too.